Talking Sports with Jimmy B and TC. Call the show now, 264-1700. Big Sports on 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, one hour already in the can. We got two left as we roll till 3 o'clock today. Jimmy B and TC, you can always get on the program with us at 264-1700. Alex Halstead coming up momentarily. I wanted to bring this to uh, Trent's attention. What do you got for me, old well, man? I'm helping you out. You okay. Know, that's what I do. Yep, yep. You're kind of like a, a grandson to me. That's right. Couldn't be a son because I'm way too old, so that's, I'd have to make you a grandson. That's true. Uh, Burger King in Israel. Okay. Okay. All right. So if, let's say, you were going to go to Israel. Sure. Hop, skip, and a jump yeah, away. Just yeah. jump on the plane. That's you got it. Standard Tuesday yeah, night yeah, in the yeah. Condon household. Yeah, just jump on the plane and go. Right. Burger King is offering an adult meal to celebrate Valentine's Day. An adult meal. An adult meal, yes. So not a kid's meal. No, adult meal. Isn't that just their regular menu? No, this is different. Okay. All right. The adult meal includes, and I'm not making this up, I'm reading it right off their website. Two Whoppers, yeah. two packs of fries. Like that? Two beers. Boo, really like yeah. that. And a romantic adult toy. Wait, what? A romantic adult toy. The toy, it could be a blindfold, which I know you're into. Okay. A feather duster. <laughs> ah. Or, this is right right where you want to be, a massager. <laughs> A massager. Yes, a scalp massager, which you don't have to use it on your head. We that's, know that. That's what they call them these days, massagers? Yes, that's what it says. It is an adult meal with an adult toy inside. Kind of mm. like the, you get the kids thing. Yeah, yeah. And the kids get a little toy. Right, yeah. That's what they're doing for Burger King. A different kind of toy. A different kind of toy. A different kind of toy. I just, just thought I'd... Pass that on to you. All right, seasoned uh, media veteran. Yes. Make the transition to Alex Halstead. Let's go. That's quickly because Alex, I've got, I got, I can help you out here, Alex. If you haven't got a card, flowers, anything of that nature, pal, I got, I got your, I got you covered right here with the adult Burger King sack. Sack. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. It sounds like an adult Happy Meal, but you said that's. Where's that at? Uh, Israel. Israel okay. is offering that up, yeah. You do have a road trip coming up, Alex. I don't believe you're heading to Israel, though, correct? <laughs> yeah, I'm just heading a few hours, about four hours south or so, not not quite that far. On your way to beautiful Manhattan, Kansas. Yep, yep, I would say off to Manhattan on, on Wednesday, so I'll be headed down there, and uh, a big game for them, as you know, Steve Trump talked about yesterday, it's kind of... Uh, could be a vaulting point, you know, in these final three weeks. You know, that could be a game that makes or break nine or ten, and where they kind of end up in the Big Twelve, and where they end up. Uh, hopefully, they're hoping still in the NCAA seeding picture. Does Solomon Young stay in the starting lineup, or was that an experiment that seemed to work for Steve Prome? No, that's what they're going to do from here on out. You know, Steve Prome said he watched that Texas game um, last week, and. Really, the next day on that Wednesday is when he watched that film, and he made the decision by himself. That's kind of what he talked about a lot yesterday was, I think he's went back and forth on what he should do, you know, at that position all season. You know, obviously, they started uh, Moral Holden for the first nine games. Daryl Bowie started for the second nine games. Then they put Holden back for five games, and then that Texas game happened, and Solomon Young is the starter now. And Prome said, you know, he's you know leaned on people throughout the thing. It's about chemistry. It's about different things and 
Um, eventually, he said he just on one that that Wednesday before the Oklahoma game went to the coaches' meeting and said, "I'm starting Solomon Young." You know, he he made the decisions, didn't ask the coaches what they thought, okay. um, and he kind of said he got to the point where he just thought. Solomon, this is the best for them now, and it's the best for Solomon's future as well. Let me just follow up then. Did did he see on film that Young fits better with the style of play that they are attempting to execute on the court better than Holden or anybody else? I think it's a a combination of things. I think part of it is that, you know, Solomon does fit what they want to do. He's been giving them what they want. You know, Prohm's talked a lot about how, that position's not necessarily someone they need to go in and score. They need them to um, provide something around the rim. They need them to rebound, that sort of thing. More of an energy guy than just scoring. Though Solomon did score eight points on four or five shooting on Saturday. But I think the other part is just he's kind of, I don't know if fed up's the word, but he's basically said he's given uh, Daryl Bowie and Merle Holden a lot of opportunities. And I think, you know, watching that Texas game, he probably didn't see, um, you know, obviously them – giving him what they what they need or what he's asked out of that position. So I think it kind of came to a head where is a point where he just kind of decided they aren't necessarily doing everything that I've given them the opportunity to do. You know, when you talk about 14 starts for one and nine starts for the other, and Solomon Young has done some things, and I think the reason at times Solomon Young's minutes have been limited is because he's made mistakes on ball hedging or, you know, screens and that sort of thing. But I think Chrome kind of realized, and he said this yesterday, was, he plays better when he plays extended minutes, and the only way he's going to get better at those ball screens and stuff, yes, he's going to make mistakes. He's a true freshman, but he's not going to get better unless he's the guy out there playing. Well, the upside's certainly there, and you're talking about a couple of fifth-year guys with Holden and with Bowie. And, you know, both these guys, you know, the thing that I, I think might be frustrating to some people out there is both Holden and Bowie are miscast. They're not centers. They're six foot eight, but it's not like they're real thick guys by any means. They've been kind of thrust into a spot that I don't think takes advantages of the things that they do best. And and kind of looking back upon it, is this on Steve Prohm building this roster and, and just not finding the right fit that they needed inside? Yeah, I think, you know, they just got, he kind of got put into a tough situation. You know, when Fred left, he hadn't really recruited the forward position for the future. And, you know, they got to the point this offseason where, they had to go out and find grad transfers, and the grad transfer market is just becoming more and more difficult. You know, Anthony Livingston's actually a guy at Texas Tech that Iowa State looked at for a little while. There was some baggage around him, and I don't know how far they ever got with him, but he ended up at Texas Tech, and we've seen him play pretty well at times, and that's a guy that obviously would have probably fit well. And I think you're right in the sense that even Solomon Young is probably not a five. I think in the future they would like to probably this offseason go get a true five, and then Solomon Young can be a stretch four forward. So, you know, even Solomon's probably not playing in the total position that Prohm would like to get into eventually, but it's just kind of that forward spot to work in progress in terms of building this roster. You know, they've got Cameron Mard for the future, and Ray Kasango will provide a, a bigger body inside next year, too. But Prohm's even talked about that, where here in the spring after the season, he'd like to go get two experienced forwards because they just got to kind of somehow bridge a gap so he can start recruiting them because the roster wasn't ever really left in a great shape. You know, you had. Uh, Jamil McKay, Abdul Nader, George Niang, but then he had nothing behind them, so you, gonna, you kind of lost everything at one point. And um, Holden came in with a guy that had foul trouble throughout his whole career, and that stuff doesn't just go away. Um, you know, Bowie, like you said, is more of a three or a four, so it's kind of just been a tough year. And now I think, you know, they're hoping Solomon can help them bridge that through the year, 
um, be an impact player down the stretch, and then I think eventually they'd like to see him play the four spot more than the five. Talking with Alex Halstead from uh, the CycloneAlert.com. Alex, uh, Monte Morris, the superlatives just don't do justice to how good this guy has been. The The turnover number at this point in Big 12 play has been absolutely incredible, and he just run out of things to say as we go through here this final stretch of his career in an Iowa State uniform, starting to get that praise that maybe at times uh, might have been lacking with George Niang the last few years and him being such a fun-loving guy and such a fun quote. Uh, looks like everybody finally jumping aboard the Monte Morris train and, and watching him finish out his career. Yeah, I think it just kind of, you know, talked about this a little bit, you know, even after this game Saturday is, you know, um, I think it was Matt Thomas and Nazmi Krilong coming to the interview room, and you know those are the guys that are there in the spotlight after that game. But I think it's just like you said, Monte's numbers have just become, you know, the usual for fans. I mean, he had nine turnovers, no, or I'm sorry, nine assists, no turnovers on Saturday. His uh, assist to turnover ratio in the Big Twelve was like eight point two. You know, the gap there between him and I think Devontae Graham is second is not even close. I mean, it's just. Uh, I think fans have just become so used to it. It's just like, oh, he you know, didn't turn the ball over. Whereas, um, I, I was mentioning this to someone else that, you know, not to say next year is going to be bad with Donovan Jackson or Lindell Wigginton, obviously two good players. But I think until Monte's not at Iowa State, people may, might take for granted just how few times he turns the ball over. You know, Even good point guards turn the ball over at a much higher clip than he does. And um, He kind of talked about that yesterday. How he doesn't really think about the assisted turnover number. He you know, he tries just not to turn the ball over. So, uh, like you said, it has been incredible. I think it's like 74 assists, uh, eight or nine turnovers in Big 12 play um, now, you know, leading into Wednesday's game. Alex Halstead is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Alex, since you're going to be there tomorrow night, how do you see this matchup? How does this play out against a big line, again, uh, of K-State? Yeah, it's going to be interesting because, you know, the first time around, obviously, Iowa State built a 20-point lead, and right. K-State came back in the second half, and they came back in the second half by kind of matching what Iowa State does. They went small. Um, they didn't play Dean Wade much in the second half, uh, if at all, in the second half. I think he averages about 28, point, 28 minutes a game, and he didn't play in that second half against Iowa State, really, because they tried to kind of, you know, go smaller, and it worked. You know, they had that comeback. So I think it'll be interesting to see how Kansas State approaches this game, obviously, you know, D.J. Johnson's a, a mismatch problem. He didn't play against West Virginia on Saturday. Steve Prohm does think he'll play uh, Wednesday. I don't know if that's just his gut feeling or, or whatnot. He said he's tried to kind of read some things and see, but uh, he thinks D.J. Johnson will play, and obviously that's a key matchup then for Solomon Young. You know, Johnson's, um, you know, I think their third-leading scorer and uh, a big presence inside, big physical guy inside. So um, that'll be interesting, I think, in terms of the front line, but I'll be interested to see if Kansas State tries to continue to go smaller. I mean, Prome talked about how they're a much better shooting this year, uh, shooting team this year than they were last year. You know, last year, Iowa State kind of just would give them some shots. This year, you got to kind of get out on shooters a little bit more, especially beyond the arc. So we saw them storm back. We know, you know, obviously it's tough to play down there. Um, they played well with uh, Kansas down there. They beat some teams there, and um, it's a big game though for Iowa State too. So they're kind of trying to approach it with the mindset that. You know, Prome said they, for the most part, played decent on some of these road games, you know, minus Texas, obviously, and, and TCU. 
pretty desperate Kansas State team. They've lost five of their last six, and you kind of look at their schedule going forward. This is one of their uh, pretty good opportunities and, and maybe last opportunity outside of Oklahoma State of getting a real nice resume-building uh, win for them over the final stretch of six games. So, you know, from a K-State perspective, what are the expectations? Mentioned desperate team going in there with Johnson playing. Expect to see the best shot coming from the Wildcats? Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's exactly what I've kind of been thinking. And, you know, Prom was asked about it yesterday, and he, he kind of downplayed a little bit, said that really all these teams in the middle pack, he said he feels like they're a little bit desperate to get, a you know, another big win to kind of solidify their spot and try to fight for that fourth or fifth or even, you know, maybe bump into third, you know, after West Virginia lost last night to Kansas. So, but you're right, you know, they've lost five or six. I think looking at their schedule, they've got maybe the easiest Big 12 schedule left, especially after Wednesday in Iowa State. You know, I could see them, you know, right now I think they're at, what, five and seven. They could for sure finish nine and nine, and um, I don't think anyone would be shocked if they somehow won ten, ten games just with their schedule. That's left a lot of home games in, like you said, the bottom part of the conference because this is their last really signature game. So I think they have a lot at stake in this game. If they can win that, it gives them a signature win at home and – kind of sets them up for a pretty good home stretch um, going into Kansas City. And I think the other interesting thing about this matchup is I think right now there's a decent shot these two teams will finish fourth and fifth in the conference um, if they take care of the business people expect them to with some of those games. And that means a rematch then in, in Kansas City. So this will be an interesting matchup for that reason too. But I think Kansas State's probably a little bit desperate for a win. And the guy State kind of sees this as an opportunity to maybe begin to solidify itself because if you win this game and even just take care of home business against TCU and Oklahoma State, that gets you to the 10 wins that they kind of want to get to. Alex, uh, I'm pretty sure you probably at least watched highlights, if not both of those games last night, West Virginia, Kansas, and also Baylor at Texas Tech. Uh, I think a lot of people were under the impression, well, we'll take care of Texas Tech. It looks like going to Lubbock now is not going to be a uh, picnic for anybody. Yeah, that's always been a tough place for Iowa State to play. Even when they've had good teams, they've lost there. For whatever reason, it's just a place they don't play particularly well. And I think fans kind of got, you know, they already kind of have that in the back of their mind. Then you see what Texas Tech did with Kansas on Saturday. They, you know, lost by a point, basically, a Josh Jackson free throw down the stretch. And then what they did last night, um, you know, against Baylor, they're 15-2 and two at home. They just really don't lose there. And, you know, they almost, one of those losses is the one-point loss to Kansas. So, that's going to be tough for multiple reasons, that being one, and the other reason being Iowa State plays TCU at home Saturday, and then they play at 8 o'clock Monday at Texas Tech. And so that's a quick turnaround. It's a tough place for, to play, a place they haven't historically played well in recent years. And that's why I think Wednesday can kind of set up to be a big game. Prome talked about how, you know, if you can win the games, people think you're supposed to win, which I think right now the games Iowa State would be favored in would be TCU and Oklahoma State at home. Baylor's at home, but obviously that's going to be a tough matchup. But if you can win those two, and then he said go steal or win on the road, um, you can kind of put yourself in a good place here down the stretch. Now, stealing one on the road is looking difficult, though, because you got to go to Kansas State Wednesday, Texas Tech, who you just mentioned, and then your other road game is to close the season at West Virginia. So not a lot of great road, road games down the stretch. It's not a Texas that Iowa State could have won or in Oklahoma. It's teams that are fighting for NCAA tournament positioning as well. So a tough um, stretch here in the final three weeks on the road and that's why I think Prome said Thursday could be the big game if they can get it. Alex, uh, one last thing before we run here. Uh, a look forward, a little football recruiting. Uh, it looks like Coach Campbell's throwing out a ton of offers 
for the 2018 class, but the biggest priority may be an in-state offensive lineman, Trevor Downing from Downing Creston. Tell us the latest there about Downing, a big-time prospect, not just here in the state of Iowa, but probably a pretty big one in the Midwest. Yeah, he's the, uh, right now the number three overall player in the state, the top offensive lineman. I can see him still bumping up a little higher in the ratings. He's already got like a couple ratings boosts just in the last year. Iowa State offered, you know, 14 months ago on December 3rd, 2015, like the fourth day Matt Campbell was in Ames. Iowa has offered a right around Thanksgiving. Minnesota, Missouri have joined those four. Um, but he's, he's heard even a little bit from Oklahoma at one point in the fall and from LSU's offensive line coach. So a kid that's going to probably end up being the top offensive lineman in the state, and he's obviously been a priority for Matt Campbell really since day one. Uh, at Iowa State, and Downing just visited Iowa State this past weekend. Um, they brought him up at like 10.30 a.m. for a 5 p.m. game, so uh, a kid that grew up on a farm and you know is living on a farm in Creston and wants to major in egg business, and so that's been big for him at Iowa State. He went and saw you know, all that, their farm program um, and all that sort of stuff this weekend. He's going to go visit Iowa, he told me, on March 5th, and um, you know, but it's really those mix of four schools right now, so It'll be interesting to see how things go. You know, he's been a top priority. He's been to Iowa State five plus times now, but um, obviously, I think that one might end up being an in-state battle. Alex, uh, any uh, word on the hunt for a new wrestling coach? Not, not a ton. I mean, uh, it sounds like you know, a it's been pretty quiet, and you know, from what I've heard, a lot of wrestling searches. You know, that community's close knit, and it tends to be a little quieter. But the other side of it, too, is it sounds like, you know, Jamie Pollard might be kind of even while quiet, moving quick on this. You know, Kevin Jackson even mentioned that. He thinks this is something that will happen maybe sooner than later um, for a couple reasons. One, you know, a lot of these wrestlers want to know what to do with their future. And obviously it's got one of the best recruiting classes in the country. And those kids want to figure out, do they want to stick with a new coach or not? And so if you kind of, kind of want to preserve that, you got to move fast. And um, there's been a lot of different names thrown out there, but, uh, right now, it sounds like uh, it's just kind of quietly moving forward. Do they have a chance, in your estimation, of keeping some of those uh, top recruits or not? Well, I asked Jackson that because, you know, a couple of them have asked for release from their um, letter of intent. Okay. And you get 30 days, though, to answer that. And Jackson said, you know, they're hoping that, uh, you know, they can figure that out before they have to give those kids a release because a lot of those kids he thinks would, would stay at Iowa State they kind of want the comfort of knowing who their coach is going to be. Good stuff, Alex. Hey, out of time for today. Safe travels down to Manhattan, the Little Apple, and hopefully you see a good game tomorrow night. Appreciate it, Alex. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, Alex. See you, man. There you go. Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. That's going to be an interesting game tomorrow night. It's a big it really one. Is. It is a big game. You know, and an opportunity for Iowa State to yes. kind of make a little a push. separation. Yeah, yeah. separate yeah. themselves. Nice uh, the pack. Top 50-ish yes. win uh, on the road. Mm-hmm. A nice road victory to go along with that win at Kansas. Can really bolster the resume. And, you know, if they do get that one, suddenly you're kind of looking at it. You got TCU next, then right. Texas Tech. It's yeah. It's three games in five days. Yes. They play Wednesday, Saturday, Monday. Monday, yeah. Over uh, their next three, but a real opportunity for them to make a push, and they win these three games. Oh, yeah. then they're in, Now, now we're back talking yes. about, hey, can this team push up and, and maybe get a five, five seed? seed? You know, we could, yeah. we could be in that. Or you lose two out of three here, or, or God forbid, all three. Are they still stuck then in oh, that eight, nine? Well, they, if they lose all three, they're back in oh, bubble talk. They are.
Yeah. Can't do that. No. Can't do that. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You soon. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. Ankeny Family Vision Center, Aspen Athletic Club, Athletico Physical Therapy, Best Buddies, Chamber Explorations, CMC Solutions, Coldwell Banker Mid-American Group, Jacqueline Duke and Jamie Luton, Excellence Achieved, Farmers Insurance Agency Larry Johnson, Gateway Mortgage Group, Hewitt Wellness and Massage, Iowa Realty Irene Smith, Mobility Sales and Service, Pingora Outdoors, Priority Capital Group, Rustic Salon, Service Master Restoration by Bailey, Shelter Insurance Rick Fee, Spavia Coming Soon, Takakawa Law Firm. The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at ankeny.org. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly, zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! 
And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Well, it's Valentine's Day and uh, time for those last-minute shoppers to get out and get your shopping done. Wolfgang joins us here on a Tuesday. It's presented by the Spot West Glen and Wolfgang. You know it. I know it. Guys, last second. Well, here's your opportunity. Call it the Spot West Glen. $100 in gift cards. You get an extra $20 bucks on top of it. It's not too late. It is not too late. The woman's not home back from work, right? Nope, nope. Your special somebody is not back from work. You can go get it now. Um, like you say, buy 100 you get 110 Is that right? 120 120 What? Oh, wow, that's good. Yeah, my buddy's been doing this. I talked to a couple other people that have done it, too. So, yeah, no, that's great. I had a man at Come and Go. Tell me how you would respond to this, Trent. Okay. Because I'm not sure how to respond to this. Never had this happen before. I am a man. I don't know if I sound like a man, but I am a man. Um, I had a man wish me a happy Valentine's Day. I've never been more out of words in my life. I didn't know what to say whether to buy him some, like, candy hearts that say thank you or I love you. What Have you ever been wished happy Valentine's Day? Yeah, yeah. From a man? Yeah. And it's odd. You're right. It's weird. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm, I like to consider myself a nice guy, and I like to, you know, you know, be friendly to people, but I've never thought of doing that. So I should do that. It's odd. Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> That's a weird one. That's a weird one. Hey, Trent. Happy Valentine's Day, oh, man. Oh, good God. Oh, good God. Uh, same to you, I guess, as we... <laughs> see? See? You don't know what to say. No. What, no. I said, what, what I said was, and this is probably terrible to say, I was like, yeah, I'm not sure this is our uh, our holiday here. And he laughed, you know. <laughs> but I, just, I feel weird saying that to men. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. I'll, t- I'll let you know next time. I'm going to do it to somebody at uh-huh. the next, the same place I was, the same convenience store I was. I'm going to see what, what kind of reaction I get. I'll let you know. Just say, hey, how about that? That's the way to do it. That's yep, that. no, but doc- yeah, Dr. Idy at West Glen Spa, go there now. It's not too late. Get that gift card. They can pick whatever they want, massages, Botox, blah, 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 whatever they want. It's it's not too late, fellas. No doubt about it. With that, we get into uh, things with Wolfgang, and uh, you can find him on Twitter at Wolfgang Cyclone. Is that right, Wolfgang? You son of a... <laughs> I take that happy Valentine's Day back. Oh, uh, okay. You, you and John Miller busted my you-know-what. I was being completely honest. Completely honest. What in the world did I say that made you guys... I know. Are you just teasing me? Just teasing you a little bit. You're up there. You're... Talking about things. A, a good job. I, I do have to give you a good job. You did very well, I thought, on the uh, Hawkeye Nation podcast. Uh, listen to that, I believe it was maybe Monday morning, I think I heard it, 
regardless of when it was. You did a good job. Did a good job there. But were you talking to Tiff? Is that who you're trying to talk to? No, we were, we're not going to bring her voice on. We're going to go a little, uh, whether you, you know, don't like him or not, it's fine. But Rush Limbaugh kind of talks to his producer and you can't hear him. I don't even know if they want they want her on or not. I mean, we can bring her on. She'd be fine. She'd you know, laugh and we could do that. But I haven't figured out if we're going to bring her on yet or even if they want her on. Right. Yeah, it's totally weird It is talking to yourself. And I can't remember if it was you that told me this or John Miller or Van Harden or who the heck it was, but it is hard talking to yourself, man. And I talk to myself a lot. I really do. But I can't remember who it was that said, all right, you think you, think you can do it? Go into your shower. Okay, you take about a 10-minute shower, right? Talk no, for 10 minutes. minutes. Three minutes? Well, okay, let's say you take a 10-minute shower. Try to talk to yourself about the thing that you love most in life for 10 straight minutes. Try that. It's, it's weird. It is weird talking to yourself. I luckily had Tiff there to where I could just, you know, bounce stuff off her, even though you couldn't hear her. But, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I will say that. Yeah, it's on HawkeyeNation.com. We're going to do them after the games. And I may even have to bring you on, Trent, if you're uh, not busy one, one time. We're going to have John Miller on. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what he said when um, the something strikes him. When the mood strikes him, he's going to come on, whatever that means. So, yeah, we'll have you. And if you'll come on, yeah, I'll uh, call you and, and we'll uh, shoot the bleep. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm all for that. You know that very well. Well, Wolfgang, uh, bye week for Iowa this week. No game throughout the week, but uh, – uh, disappointing against Michigan State. You know, that Michigan State team, I said it yesterday, they're just not very good. They, you're waiting for Izzo to hit that button that he always does. It doesn't seem like it's coming, and that one was there for the taking. They got hot for a little while in the second half, but uh, when your guards, your starting guards go 3-for-25 from the field, you're not going to win many basketball games. Yeah, the guard play was was pathetic. Uh, we've gone back and forth on Bahannon. Uh, Moss was 0-for. Um, Jock was two for 11 from the field. And I think over five from three point range, that's not going to cut it. Um, we need, we need guys to put the ball in the basket. And I told you before, and I've said it many times. And I, I enjoy people that bring something to me that, hmm, man, I didn't think of that. You've done that before. Um, and Brent Bloom brought that to me before. Sometimes it's about putting the ball just in the damn basket. I'm always a defensive guy because I think you can control that every game, control your defensive intensity, control that. And I think that if they can continue to play, get better at defense in terms of Bohannon standing in front of his guy, in terms of help defense, blah, 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 I think Iowa can be fun at the end of the game. Why, or at the end of the year, why I'm getting so animated about losing these games we're not making the NCAA tournament you and i both know that right. why can't i just watch this you know with pleasure and just notice oh wow somebody blocked out there that's that's something i didn't see last game oh look at that jock saw somebody over in the corner ellingson wide open or man i think it was bohannon wide open and he didn't see it this game it made me mad he got eight assists love that what's your opinion on jock being more of a playmaker, I brought this up in the podcast. I think he can do it. He had eight assists last game. Mm-hmm. The, the one that I brought up in the podcast, and I was like, Ellingson was wide freaking open, and he looked at him. I'm like, Jock needs to start looking at Ellingson like himself. Get him the ball with a little space, and it's going in. Brady, uh, Brady had a nice stretch, but there are still some limitations there. 
And, yeah. you know, Jock, I think he gained more confidence in some of the guys when he was out those couple of games. I'm not sure if, if Brady's one of those guys, or maybe he just sees him as a guy that might take a couple minutes away and says, heck with that guy. I'm not getting him the ball. Screw that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, you really think that, Jack? No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. That was said in jest. But, okay. uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you're on the floor. You miss guys. It, it happens. I, I'm not going to kill him for one individual sequence where he didn't sure, see sure. Ellingson wide open for that. No, he did a good job. He, he was a good facilitator, and I think he has done a better job. He still got hot in the game against Minnesota, was able to go off and have his stretch that you always see, but when the shot wasn't falling, he was able, and he's been able to do that throughout this season. You know, games where the shot isn't falling, he's been able to do a better job, either rebounding better, playing better defensively, like against Michigan State, facilitating, racking up eight assists. He has really expanded his role, in, and he has become much more than just a shooter. Yes, and even when, you know, he's out there and he can get into the lane, I'm not asking him to, because we both know he doesn't have that great of a vertical. He just doesn't. He's had too many knee injuries over the years, and it's sad because this guy would have been elite, I think, in my in my personal opinion. But if he gets into the lane and passes instead of trying to throw up some of that stuff, he does have good touch around the rim. I will say that, but he gets his block, you know, his bleep block quite a bit like Gazelle did uh, last year. Pass it. Get in there and pass it. Assist is every bit as good as it, as points, and it drives me crazy. I, I don't care about you leading the Power 5 conferences in scoring anymore. I don't care about that. It would have been cool. It's done. It's over. Pat, it's done. Now expand your game. Get the guys on your team that you sat on the sideline and you saw that they could do it without you, get it to them. And eight assists, that's a nice start. He's getting there. He's getting there, no doubt. Well, Wolfgang, uh, you were also at Hilton over the weekend. You didn't get to see the Hawkeye game live as you were watching Iowa State dispatch Oklahoma in pretty easy fashion, as expected. First, uh, before we get into the Cyclones a little bit, just your overall thoughts, the environment. I know uh, it sounds like you enjoyed yourself up in Hilton. Oh, gosh. I don't even know if I should say anything. I'll just say it in Spanish, and then most people won't understand it. I I'm, wouldn't know. I took German in high school. I don't know any Spanish. <laughs> Big Latin. That'd be kind of fun if I did that right now. I'll tell you, man, I was impressed. We went to the Johnny Orr, uh, whatever that high donor club is. I'm not that. I don't make that money. Okay, but we got friends, and they gave us seats right on the court. I've never sat right on the court. I'm sure you have. It was just something special. You get to see the players interact. You get to see how big they are, how small they are. Um get to see Deontay Burton and Monte Morris, you know, yucking it up and having some sort of inside joke that they were going with. You didn't see that on TV. It's very interesting to watch. You're at the Johnny York Club. People are drinking beer. I'm going up to the Cyclone people, and and they were great. Nothing bad. I was with some Oklahoma fans, as you know, and they were wearing the Oklahoma gear. I don't do that because I'm just – I just don't do that. I don't wear – if I'm a Hawkeye and I go to Wisconsin – I don't wear Hawkeye gear. If I'm an Iowa fan and I go to Iowa State, I don't wear Hawkeye gear. Maybe that makes me a wuss. I'm done. I'm past getting my car keyed with at other places. I'm done, you know, uh, people calling people that rhymes with maggot. That start, I mean, I just that's not my thing. I just if if it's that important to you a game to where you're willing to fight, it just doesn't it doesn't do it for me. But I had zero and I mean literally zero bad um Anything bad at Iowa State, just say. 
Everybody was great. Everybody talked. Everybody came up to us. And that was a big game for them. They could, you know, I mean, they could have done that. You know, we sit there and say, well, it wasn't Kansas. Maybe they would have done that. It wasn't Baylor. Maybe they would have, you know, said some crap or something like that. But it was Oklahoma. They needed that game, Trent. They did, and they delivered, and and that's kind of the biggest thing, and the biggest takeaway about it is they did exactly what they need to do. They got the victory, go away, and now they get ready for a road trip as they get ready to head tomorrow to Kansas State, and and for them, you know, you look at all these games individually for Iowa State going forward. Road game against Kansas State, then over the weekend, they uh, come home for TCU at Texas Tech, Baylor, Oklahoma State, and at West Virginia. They can lose any one of these games, but... No, they can get on a nice run here. Kansas State, not a world beater. They've lost a lot of tight games. That game was a close one in Hilton. Certainly can win that. You beat TCU at home. You beat Texas Tech on the road. And suddenly, we're talking about a team that has gone on one four out of five games. And is not just talking about the NCAA tournament, but playing themselves up and being a top you know, five, six seed, something along those range. So there's still a ton left for this team and a, stu- a ton left still on the table for them. No, and I and I totally agree. And just to finish off what I said about it, it was so awesome in the Johnny Orr Club. Does Iowa have anything like that? They uh, do, have you yes. ever have you ever gotten tickets like that from some big donors? Where obviously you know we're not millionaires or anything like that. We can we can afford that. What do they have like that at Iowa? They, Why don't they have some like sort of tailgating for the average Joe? So that they're not the only thing they want to do is read books, floss teeth, you know, yarn, whatever that whatever that is a carver. What what do they have at Iowa? They have something like that for the uh, donors that they can go to and and things like that. I've never gone. I uh, have certainly have never been in a situation like that. I've never been there, but they do have something similar for before basketball games where people go. Uh, I think it was also part of the the renovation that they did. The latest renovation at Carver was a part of that. I don't know what it all entails. I don't know what it is, but I do know they do have something like that. It's just not as prevalent and probably doesn't have the same kind of room that Johnny's does up at Hilton. And I don't know if I'm just crazy or people are coming at me. I don't know if you can just do suites, get the big donors, because I respect the big donors, Trent. I, I, it's not that I don't. I respect the big donors that give the big money, that work hard, that give the big money to Iowa State, that give the big money to Iowa. I get that. But it's weird, Trent, when – the best home crowds are NIT games. That's weird, and that shouldn't be. It's an NIT game that, quite frankly, doesn't matter. Figure something out. I don't know what it is. Sections where you can stand at sometimes, not stand at others. I don't care what it is. But there are certain points where we're going on a four, six, eight point run where you see Bear, our boy Bear, diving on the floor, our new generation Chris Street, okay, diving on the floor for loose balls, tip on a rebound. He can't get the rebound, so he tips it to somebody else. Iowa fans need to stand, and they need to put that left hand together and that right hand together and slap it together. And at times, yes, actually stand up. Because I got I caught crap yesterday, and you were giving me crap, and John Miller was giving me crap for that at Carver. Sometimes you got to stand up, and it's not just during commercial breaks or when the fight. I could give a damn about the fight song, okay? I want the fans influence whether it's Iowa or Iowa State. That's what I want. As far as Kansas State, oh boy, you got me going, man. Happy Valentine's Day, Trent. Yes, happy Valentine's to you as well. But but Iowa State, yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about them making the NCAA tournament and it's fun if you're an Iowa State fan because they have a chance to beat anybody as we've talked about. 
there's nobody I was watching, you know, again, I, I don't know if this is going to be the team that I pick to go all the way. I'm not going to say if it is, but West Virginia, man, geez, I just would not want to play them. I don't want Iowa State to play them. I don't want Kansas to play them. I don't want anybody to play Kansas. I, West Virginia just looks really good to me. I'm going to have to watch some of the other teams to see, but they've two-point loss to Gonzaga. Beat Kansas, okay? And but blew then it they last night. To- blew it last night. Blew the yeah, game yeah. at Kansas last night. Yes, yeah, that was a choke job. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was. Oh, so you job. like the choke job? You like the choke job thing? You believe in that? That was that, that's gaffing a game away. There's no doubt about it. There is no doubt. <laughs> that was ugly. Ugly. No, but that that's got to be that's got to be fun for Iowa State fans. Even though right now they know, screw it, they're not going to win the Big Twelve. What do do? We've known that for a while now. We've known Iowa State isn't going to win the Big 12. What we don't know is if they have a chance to win a trophy. I don't know how much this means to you. We've talked to you this in the past. Talked, I've talked to you in the past about uh, winning trophies. It is a big deal to me to win a Big 12 trophy. And they don't have to be scared of anybody. They no. could win that. Sure. Sure. Does that not mean anything to you, a Big 12, like a Big 10, a Big 12 trophy? Because we've talked in the past. It seems like it doesn't. Do you uh, remember the last time Iowa State won the Big 12 tournament? I think. Um, did they win it um, either of Tinsley's two years? No, no. It's, it's, it's much more recently than that. Oh, much more recently? Just oh, a couple boy. years ago. And you know what happened? They lost to UAB in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the memory most people have of that season. It's but. it's a nice prize. It's fun in the moment. It's always fun to go to those events and, and to be with your Big 12 or Big 10 brethren or MVC brethren, whatever it may be. It's fun, but in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's about the big dance, and, and we can yell and scream about how that's not fair and that shouldn't matter, but it does matter. And when you talk about that team, the first thing that's brought up is UAB. And you talk about Iowa team that won their last Big Ten tournament title, the first thing that's brought up is Northwestern State. Might not be fair, but that's the reality of the situation. But I, I think you do. I don't think you believe what you just said. It matters how no. It matters how far you go in the NCAA tournament. Would you rather win a Big Twelve tournament or one and done? Would you rather win a Big Twelve tournament and get to a Sweet Sixteen? There's, I mean, there's. What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, there are things here where I would rather win a Big 12 tournament than one and done. Of course. In the yes, tournament. yes, could... yes. But okay, that's what so... I'm saying. What's more important, though, is what happens in the NCAA tournament. That's what's more important. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I think, yes. I think nobody would disagree with that. I'm trying to think where my cutoff point would be. Would I rather have a Sweet 16 as an Iowa fan? Or would I rather win the Big Ten tournament, have that trophy in there forever? Yo, uh, that's right on the border. What about you? It's been 18 years since I was been in a Sweet 16. I would take that certainly over a uh, four-day tournament. That's me. That's me. And the, and the build-up to the next weekend, you know, that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, when everybody's talking about your team or the matchup, whoever you get in the Sweet 16 game, I think that's bigger and more important than winning four games in four days and winning a Big Ten tournament title. Uh, you, you've talked me into Sweet 16. Yes, I would take the Sweet 16 over the Big Ten tournament or the Sweet 16 over the Big 12 tournament. I believe I would, but I do not poo-poo those. Those are tough, especially what Alford did with – 
was it four was it four games in four days or yep. five whatever whatever it was that that's not easy and at the time it had never been done somebody did it before has done it since who, who am I thinking of I don't know I don't know with Some, that, yeah, anyway hey Wolfgang yeah. I I got to leave you here with a uh, sure. a poem that I saw on Twitter from <laughs> Chin Loves Iowa you ready. <laughs> it's a nice Valentine's uh, Day one for you, and you can you can use this for all, with all your new Cyclone buddies, okay? <laughs> okay, jeez. Roses are red. Violets are blue. ISU scored three. Iowa 42. <laughs> oh. Let me write that down. Let me put that on loop. I, I, I'm going to get a fat head of that on the ceiling. Wow. All right. I appreciate that. I needed that. You guys were getting after me, you and Miller, you SOBs. It's all with love, Wolfgang, on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Trent. Let's not make this weird. Let's not make it weird. (laughs) Guys, get to the spot, West Glen. It's last minute. You're on your lunch break. You completely forgot. You didn't send flowers. It's too late for that. Get over there. Give Dr. Heidi a call. Get yourself hooked up. Gift cards, all kinds of great things at the spot, West Glen. Yes, Paul Westland. Thanks, Trent. Really appreciate it, buddy. Yep, we'll talk to you later, Wolfgang. Be good. All right, thanks, man. See ya. That's Wolf, Wolfgang Twitter. Uh, Wolfgang Hawkeye on Twitter, not Wolfgang Cyclone. Like I said a little bit earlier, though, he was up at Hilton last weekend. That does it with our conversation with Wolfgang, presented by the Spot West Glen. We'll take the time out. Back with more here in a moment. News talk. Sports, yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. From painting to lawn maintenance, we protect our homes, both the inside and the outside. Now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home. Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kitta fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install fire and carbon monoxide alarms and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. Kitta, technology that saves lives. This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, howler monkeys should not be able to be heard from three miles away. Here to comment, a howler monkey. Wow, that sounds like a really good deal. Indeed, that's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Anything else, howler monkey? I'm not allowed in libraries. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. 1700 KBGG. Start off a good day with Doug Steffen from 5 to 9. Top of the hour news from Westwood One. And local updates from the 1700 Newsroom. 
610. It's Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. Afternoons, we talk sports with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3. And Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6. Big news, big talk, and big sports on 1700 KBGG. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Back to Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big sports station, 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, we are back. We roll till uh, 3 o'clock. Coming up at the top of the hour, Chris Dobertine, uh, bracketologist for SB Nation. That kind of sounds bad when you say it bracketologist you think so well it i mean i've been called worse i know you have oh i have proctologist <laughs> it's not what he is though. he's a bracketologist <laughs> he's a bracketologist. it's not a proctologist <laughs> goodness so yesterday jimmy yeah. B., you, you kind of tricked me i did had cannon on i know and uh, one of our favorites, and you guys, on and on and I on know, about the NBA. I know. I, I want to talk about five minutes about the Warriors-Thunder game and yeah. look up, and 25 minutes later, here we are. <laughs> Still jabbing about that. I will not make the same mistake today, yeah. Mr. Brinson. I'm going to give you your minute. That's okay. all you get. Okay. Time now for Jimmy B's crappy NBA minute. Jim Brinson was unsailed in Chicago, Chicago Stadium. Ricky Mahorn hustling underneath, can't get it to fall. Jordan to the hoop, king in the air, scores! All right, everybody, if you haven't heard, Kevin Love out for at least six weeks for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Had to have minor knee surgery. Kevin Love on the shelf for six weeks for the Cleveland Cavs. Also, Serge Ibaka is on the move once again. Remember, he left OKC and signed in Orlando in a trade deal. Ibaka now on his way to Toronto. And in case you missed it, last night, the Denver Nuggets blasted the Golden State Warriors. As John, by the way, aptly predicted on this show yesterday. Mile High City does in Golden State last night. The Nuggets with a big win over the top team in the West. So we got brackets coming up that on the other correct. side. You got it. Our friend Chris Dobertine is going to join us. And, uh, you know, we mentioned Iowa State mm-hmm. and where they are. And 8 9? 
eight nine pretty much everywhere I looked yesterday. Have you ever heard of bracket matrix? Uh, no. Okay, it's it's a website that basically every bracket that's out there, and there are. I think nearly 100 that they oh, have listed. They, oh, okay. They're like a travel service where they show you all the different sites. Yeah. Okay. I, I saw them. Uh, Iowa State as high as a 7 Okay, and as low as an 11. So Ooh. so that's the range right now, but they're right there in that 8-9 range. I, I believe they were, their average seed position was the last of the 8 seeds. So that's where they are right now. Mm-hmm. You project forward, where will they be? Come Selection Sunday. All right, they play at Kansas State tomorrow. TCU at home. TCU at home. At Texas Tech at Monday. At Texas Tech Monday. And then they have... The home games with Baylor, Oklahoma ba- State. State. And, and then, then finish the, up at West Virginia. The, yeah, at West Virginia. <laughs> Boy, these first two are important. Actually, they, actually They're all important. First, actually, these first three are real important. Because, three games in five days. Yeah. Well... It would behoove you to get this one coming oh, up tomorrow night. That way, if you stumble in Lubbock, mm-hmm. you can get back with a home game against TCU. So I would think out of these three games, it would be the best for the Iowa State Cyclones to win at least two of three. One of three or O of three? It seems like you're uh, Ooh. you're trying to move here. What are they going to be come Selection Sunday? A six. Ooh. Jimmy B sees some uh, some wins coming. I see wins coming. I think they're going to stick right in that eight range. That's That eight range? I think they're going to be an eight seed. Okay. I think they jump. I think they're going to have success here. I think maybe they have hit on something, even though they're going to play in a tough environment tomorrow mm-hmm. night. And, of course, we know what Lubbock is as well. But I think maybe, just maybe, they will start to hit on something and it could work out. We're coming right back. Bracketology at the top of the hour. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Here's a question for you. Do you know this song? Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs, almost note for note, they never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It's sticky. When you hear a song, or maybe a good advertising message, with some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets into your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember it because you heard it. That's why radio is the sticky advertising medium. You don't hear a newspaper or billboard, and really not a web page or a Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound, too. But advertising on TV week after week can be pretty expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then, when somebody's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. 
From painting to lawn maintenance, we protect our homes, both the inside and the outside. Now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home. Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kitta fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install fire and carbon monoxide alarms and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. Kitta, technology that saves lives. This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, howler monkeys should not be able to be heard from three miles away. Here to comment, a howler monkey. Wow, that sounds like a really good deal. Indeed, that's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Anything else, howler monkey? I'm not allowed in libraries. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Get to JCPenney's President's Day Sale and save up to 30% on select major appliances. Plus, get 30-month special financing on purchases of $7.99 or more with your JCPenney credit card. Plus, get free delivery and basic installation on appliance purchases over $2.99. Save on major appliances now at JCPenney's President's Day Sale. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. GE, GE Profile, and GE Cafe limited to 10% off savings. Subject to credit approval. Must request at time of purchase. See store associate for details. Available in select stores. Financing terms valid 28 to 220. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. One click and my job was posted to 200 plus job boards. All the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 200 plus job sites. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash go hire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash go hire. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 1700.